Welcome, everybody, to another episode of He's Not Done Yet. And we're so excited that you're here. Uh, we want to invite you to the First Pentecostal Church at 1401 Calvary, right here in North Little Rock, Arkansas. We have church on Sunday morning at 1030. Uh, we have it on Sunday night at 7. And then we have our midweek service on Tuesday, and it starts at 7 as well. We'd love for you to attend. If you uh, want to come and you want to reach out to me, I'd love for you to sit with me. You can reach me at 501-339-8017. That's 339-8017. Feel free to text, uh, call. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we just wanted to let you know, uh, join us for a new episode every Friday at 6 a.m. Uh, we'll drop it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It'll be on YouTube Spotify, and then it airs on Sunday at 10 a.m. to 11 on Victory Radio Station 100.9 FM and 95.3 and 15.30 a.m. right here in beautiful North Little Rock, Arkansas. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and you can also find our uh, links and everything on our website at he'snotdoneyet.com, he'snotdoneyet.com. Well, thank you again for joining us. Today's scripture comes from James 1 and 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Hallelujah. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we love you. We just thank you today, God. You're so awesome. We honor you today, Lord. We pray that this would fall on good ground today, God, and we just pray that you'd use it, Lord, and we love you, and we thank you for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. So good to be in his presence. Do you agree? Nothing's impossible with Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise They say this mountain can be They say this change There is no way. 
Well, today is a very special day. I am so honored to have Sister Ball with us. Um, She is somebody that I truly admire and uh, really look to you as a a hero. Very much um, just enjoyed um, watching uh, your family and everything and, and how it's all come together and uh, we're just so honored to have you here today, and we just want you to come in and obey the Holy Ghost, and and we're excited uh, to hear what you have for us today. Thank you so much, Brother McDougal. I'm very happy to be here and very honored. Um, I'd much rather be singing right now, <laughs> <laughs> but I've prayed over and over, God, whatever you ask me to do, I'll do it. So here I am today, and Brother McDougal asked me, um, he said, share your testimony, preach, whatever. <laughs> and so here I am. And really when I started um, thinking about my testimony, it goes back to the fact that God saved my family. Um, I was just a baby when uh, my mom came to church and um, started living it. And for that, I'm so grateful because if it were not for her making that move for her children, that's specifically why um, she chose to turn her life around was because I was her second child and she wanted us to be raised in the truth. And so I'm so thankful that from my earliest memories, God has been so good uh, that he gave me a life of hope and a good future. And with that being said, that did not exclude all trials from my life. I still had trials growing up. Even as a child, there were trials. 
But one thing definitely remains that God was always there and he kept me. I'm so thankful for every prayer that my mom prayed over us. And every time she was weary, but she kept bringing us to church and, and that's what kept us. And, um, from a young age, um, I do not say this boasting or bragging, but because trials pushed me to run to God, um, at, a, at my earliest memories were when I was little bitty, but when I think back to when did I really grab hold of a pers- personal daily relationship with God, I think back to fourth grade. And that's honestly when my mom started kind of talking to us about fasting, even at that young age, she didn't say, you know, you can't have this or that. She just introduced the fact. And of course, we heard it over preaching and and daily prayer and all of that. So she would just begin to encourage us, think of something that that you can fast, you know, or pray about or whatever. And so I remember personally starting to grab a hold of a personal relationship with God in fourth grade. So if there's anything that I can say, if there's a young person listening, no matter if you're in elementary school or in high school, the best thing that you will ever do is to grab a hold of a personal walk with God because it doesn't matter what you face throughout your young life, teenage years, or adulthood. If you can learn to run to Jesus every time something comes up that's hard or you don't understand or questions or whatever it is you have that you're facing, just run to God and just just lay it on Him. And the Bible talks about casting all our cares on Him. I had um, my oldest little one start school. And to some, that might not be a big deal. But to me, being a stay-at-home mom, it was a big deal because he was with me 24-7. And I just felt the Lord speak to me, casting all your cares on him. It doesn't matter if it if it seems silly or if it's great, it's huge. You can cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. And um, when I think about the word cast, it's no light thing. It's literally throwing, casting it, just put it all on God because he truly does care. Um, and so, so many times whether it was a great trial or something little like that, running to Jesus every time has made all the difference in my life. And um, when I think, so I've already kind of told how I came to church was thankfully through my mom coming when I was a child. Um, But as I grew older, um, I had it in my heart. I had the love of God in my heart, but I feel that since the enemy knew that he's not going to get me there, I, I, I'm not, I'm not straying away. I'm in this for a lifetime. I'm, I'm committed to living for God. It was almost as if there were other things that were thrown my way to try to kind of um, throw me off track. And one of those 
that um, is is something near uh, to my heart, a, a subject that's near to my heart, is the subject of fear. And that is because um, I feel like since the enemy knows that I'm not straying away from the truth, I feel that different circumstances in my life have l- led me to easily being overcome by fear. And that's not of God. I'm not saying that's okay. I'm just saying that's one thing that I have struggled with is having fear. And so, um, but we are overcomers. And so I'm here to tell my testimony about about that, overcoming fear. And so um, that starts back when uh, my husband was a police officer. Um, I was a very sleep-deprived mom of two little ones. And um, I remember one day being overcome with fear. Now, there were things I could be afraid of, but at that moment, there was nothing, there was no, um, no reason per se, for me to just be completely afraid. And it was like the spirit of fear was overwhelming me. And I was worrying over things that I had no control over and God had in his hands. But I was so worried. And I'll never forget um, beginning to cry over what ifs, like what if this happened? What if this happened? And I'll never forget if I've ever heard the voice of God, I've never again heard it like this. It was God speaking to me, and literally I felt it as if it were a booming voice that said, look outside. And it was almost as a rebuke, and I immediately did it. I didn't question it, and God spoke to me and said, who caused the sun to rise? And I said, of course, Lord, you did. Of course, I know this. From the time I was a child, I've believed that God created the heavens and the earth. And I said, of course, Lord, you did. And he said, you believe that I cause the sun to rise every morning and set every evening, but you do not believe that I can take care of your family and your needs and your husband and your children. And I mean, I immediately fell to the ground and I started repenting. And I said, God, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. And that moment has been a turning point for me because I cannot deny the voice of God speaking to me. I know without a doubt that was God. And so I guess my first, the first thing that I did was I identified, okay, this is a spirit of fear, whether it's, whether there's reasons in my life that are, is bringing it on. Yes, for sure. But for some reason, the enemy is using these little circumstances to cause to get a little foothold in the door of my mind and cause me to have a spirit of fear. And I could, at that moment, I could have excused all of the reasons why I could legitimately be fearful because I had legitimate reasons 
in some ways. But when it comes down to it, I was literally dealing with the spirit of fear. And that made me identify, okay, first I'm going to identify this is a spirit of fear that I'm dealing with. And I purposed in my heart that I was going to trust God. So when things came into my mind, fears came into my mind, I would go back to that moment and say, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you over and over again. Um, God helped me by memorizing his word. Um, Jesus, when he was being tempted by Satan, he used the word. He used it is written over and over again. And so how much more do we as humans not being God made flesh, just being humans need to use his word as a weapon. And it's so powerful when we use his word as a weapon. You can literally Google what are scriptures for overcoming fear and a list will pop up. And so that's pretty much what I did. And I copied and pasted it into my notes. And every time a thought of fear would try to attack me, I would say, for it is written, I would use that. And I would start quoting God's word back to that thought. And it was so, it was such a powerful tool. Of course, it's, it's our weapon, it's the word. And so I would use scriptures to overcome And so for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And then another thought would come in, uh, for I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, (laughs) plans of open a future (laughs) and just, just using it as a weapon every time. And what's so amazing about that is for years now, when thoughts come into my mind, of course, prayer is a number one tool to overcome a number one weapon also, but his word is so powerful. When we have those thoughts come into our mind and we fight back with his word over and over, over time, it became a habit. And so now when I have those thoughts enter my mind, I'll push them back immediately. It's habit. I fight back with those scriptures without even really realizing it or thinking about it. And so as as a personal testimony, that is mine, that God has through his word, through messages that our pastor has preached about overcoming fear, um, Brother Azar's message about, um, you know, um, tying up the bull, slaying the bull. I can't remember the exact uh, message, but it was it was talking about bringing that bull to the altar. That was my bull I was bringing to the altar. Like I'm, I refuse to live with this fear. And, um, there are so many more messages that have helped me and given me strength, um, about overcoming fear. Um, one thing that, um, the, that has recently God laid on my heart was the scripture I've known it all my life, but it never quite hit me like it did recently. And that is, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
And when I think of that, I could literally see a shadow, like a shadow of an eagle going over the ground. And I could see my little family under that shadow. And wherever that shadow went, I was under his wings. And and that was so powerful to me because why would I why would I worry about things that are going on in this crazy world when I'm under the shadow? So he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high, that's that's the secret places when we're praying and we're we're living for God. We're in the secret place. So um, shall abide. We're going to live under the shadow of the Almighty. His, if there's anything wrong that happens to us while we're living and abiding in the secret place of the Most High, just know it was under the shadow. So it's all going to be all right because we're under the shadow of the Almighty. And um, so I find that scripture so comforting. And uh, we just came through Christmas. So um, just a little add-on of Christmas. We talk about sleep in heavenly peace. The Word of God says in Psalms 4, 8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. So when we're abiding in the shadow, we can rest. We can go to sleep knowing that we're under his wings. It's all going to be okay. We can go to sleep in peace. We can go to sleep in heavenly peace because we are abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Um, and another thing that has really recently stuck out to me and I've been so intrigued by is the phrase, fear not. Um, another thing we think about during Christmas and while reading the story, the Christmas story, I was reading it out of Luke, and it caught my attention um, that the Bible tells us about Zacharias and Elizabeth. When he was, a, when the angel Gabriel was about to tell Zacharias the promise from God about them having a child in their old age and him being the forerunner of Jesus. The first thing the angel says is fear not. So, of course, we can think, oh, well, it was an angel and he was scared, you know, because, you know, why is an angel here? Am I going to die? All of that. But what stands out to me is he says it there. And then when he comes to Mary, the mother of Jesus, the first thing the angel says to her to tell her, you know, that she's going to be the mother of Jesus is fear not. And then again, when Jesus is here on earth and he goes to the fishermen, Peter, James, and John are out mending their nets. And before he tells them that he's going to make them fishers of men, the first words he says is fear not. And so over and over we see the words of God, the first words that come out of his mouth before he tells a promise, before he changes an identity, as he says, fear not. And so I, right now in this season of life, how I'm applying that is I want to say, like Mary, 
what she said when God gave her that promise is be done to me according to thy word. And when there are things in my life, changes, situations, whatever it may be, and God comes to me and first he says, fear not. And then he gives me a word that is about my future. I want, instead of questioning it, instead of thinking, well, how can all these pieces go together? How can it happen? I want to be like Mary and I want to say, be it unto me according to thy word. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm abiding under the shadow of the Almighty and I'm going to fear not. And so I hope and pray that there is someone out there that may be struggling with fear or maybe it's something else that you can apply these principles that have helped me so tremendously. And that is memorizing whatever you're facing. Find scriptures that you can apply to your situation. And every time you hear a voice in the back of your head, whether it's fear or doubt or worry or whatever it may be, speak back. Use the weapon that Jesus used, and that is the word. Speak back to the enemy. Use that weapon as a sword. Pray because God can help you, and fear not. And that's all I have to say today. Oh, that is. <laughs> wow, haven't we been blessed today? I tell you, Lord, we just, I'm telling you, fear not. Wow, I'm telling you, that is, hmm. That is so good, Sister Ball. We appreciate you so much, and what a message we've heard today. I, I know it's blessed y'all. It's like it's blessed me. I'm telling you, I'm doing everything I can to hold back my tears right now. And uh, I'm just telling you that so many times that uh, that spirit of fear, um, you know, uh, that's going to touch everybody. There, There's no doubt that... Uh, through doubt or anything, that every time um, anything uh, God's asked me to do, it's uh, you get that that's that uh, that fear. And uh, like I said, I um, I so much enjoyed this today. And um, if y'all would, we're just gonna go ahead and let our pastor sing us a song.
So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside 